from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Natalie is in Fresno starting off this hour. Hi, Natalie. How are you? Good. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Hey, so my husband and I just started listening to you. Um, I needed something to listen to while I was doing cardio, and I found your show. And I told him he needed to start listening. And so we just decided to crunch the numbers. And I guess what we had been doing was ignoring kind of what the debt was, because when we added it all up, now it seems awfully overwhelming. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just found out I'm going to lose my job. My company sold and they're getting rid of all of their remote workers. And I'm at home with our four children and I homeschool them. And so I don't have the ability to just go get another job. So it was kind of um, adding fuel to the fire and we're not sure where to go from here or how to tackle this mountain that we've created. How much debt is it? Um, we currently owe $80,881. Hey, I want you to take a deep breath because you, I can hear in your voice that you're just, you feel overwhelmed, you feel worried, you feel stressed, you don't know if there's a way out of this. I can hear it. Um, you sound like actually you're on the verge of tears, which I've been there. That feeling <laughs> of just kind of sweeping it under the rug and not looking at it. And I know for my husband and I, we just kept putting it on forbearance and putting it on. And then when you come back to it, it's like, oh my gosh, how did it get this yeah. much? You've officially had an oh crap moment. Oh yeah. 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 So what kind of debt is the 80? Um, so the majority of it is in a home equity loan. Um, that makes up about half of it. Uh, we also have a um, fuller loan. And actually very little of it is in credit card debt. There's also another um, small loan, but all of those are... No car debt? Like the credit card debt. Um, we have a small loan on a car, yes. Okay. What's your husband make? He makes 83000 What do you make? Um, I was bringing home about between 800 to to $1,000 a month, so it wasn't astronomical. But it was just kind of something that we weren't expecting to lose my income, um, you know, in the midst of like, hey, we should get out of debt. And now it just seems almost impossible. Yeah, we're, we're finding the work from home workers are the first to get laid off. Mm. Yeah. Well, you also said you're homeschooling, right? Yes. So I, I just wanted to check, are you homeschooling by default because you got laid off and you thought, OK, well, now I'll just do this. Or was that originally no. the plan? Yeah, no, I've been homeschooling my kids from the start. Um, I have sixth grade, um, fourth grade, and second grade currently, and our youngest is just one. How much is so, your house payment? Um, um, it's $1,481. Awesome. Okay. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. This, we actually, okay, we Natalie, I, I'm with I'm with Jade here. Um, yes, I can hear that you've had this thing, and it I can hear the uh, emotion that comes with an oh crap moment. Uh, but I can also tell you, uh, if you guys are willing to go bananas, I mean, go crazy where your broke friends are making fun of you type mm-hmm. of stuff mm-hmm. for about <laughs> for about three years. We can get you 100% out of this. I can show you how. You can do this. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have to get real different. You're going to be living on half of what yeah. you make now. Yeah, you're going to be you're going to be cranking. Yeah. And you're going to go pick up some side gigs that you do from home. There's stuff out there you can do for $1,000. I thought you were making 50 or 60 grand work uh-huh, from home uh-huh. or something the way you were talking, but no. yeah, you can go pick you can go pick up some side stuff mm-hmm. and um, uh, just something else to work from home. He can look at picking up OT or something else. You all can look at what you can sell. Uh, and then uh, you're you're going to be on a scorched earth nothing budget. You have enough clothes, yeah. you don't need to buy anymore budget you're not going out to eat you're broke people Mm -hmm. broke people shouldn't go out to eat you're not going on vacation you're broke people broke people shouldn't go on vacation you're going to clean up the mess so you're not broke people anymore because it's no freaking fun to be where you Mm -hmm. are right Mm -hmm. now agreed yeah and we just got done with a no spend month Uh, my husband had a mission trip planned this month so um he kept that because it was already paid for before we started this Mm -hmm. but we definitely we've been trying to just cinch wherever we can and our kids are feeling well your your whole your whole life for the next three years is going to be a no spin month you're about to have three no spend years and that's baby step two and you know i i just have to add this to it you've had your oh crap moment of like this sucks I don't want to live like this, but you got to go now to the next step of what's the greater why. And you need to start envisioning what your life is going to be like if you do the things that we're telling you to do. Yeah, what would it be like to have no payments? Because if you don't connect a greater yeah. why to this, I tell people all the time, the stronger the why, the stronger the try. So if you have a very strong why, you are going to do your best. You're going to work your hardest and you're going to stay motivated through that three years, those three no spend years so that you can achieve that vision that you have in your head. So you and your husband are going to sit down and you're going to do a detailed written budget every month where every dollar Mm -hmm. has an assignment. It's called every dollar. It's the world's best budgeting app. We're going to give it to you. We're also going to give you Financial Peace University, our nine-week class that has helped 10 million people do what you're getting ready to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And the two of you, you and your husband, are going to sit down and look at this, and you're going to start to dream again, and you're going to lay it out, and you're going to cut everything even further than you thought you did when you did no spend. I mean, and then you're going to do anything you can do to get your incomes up that's legal and moral. We are going to go bananas. And uh, for three years, if you'll commit three years to live like no one else, later you're going to be able to live and give like no one else. You won't ever have to save up for a missions trip again. You can just go. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Thank yeah. you, guys. Well, you can do this. You can do this, Natalie. It's it's hard today, but each each step that you take, you're getting closer to a, a life that's fi- that has financial ease. Right now, you're in the angst moment. If I give you this Financial yeah. Peace University, can you get your husband to sit down and watch his first lesson with you? 
Oh yeah, he he's all on board okay, when good. he started. Good. And then listening. and then download the Every Dollar app as soon as you get off the phone, and it goes right in there with it. We're going to give you the advanced version so you can use the Every Dollar app that's tied to your bank, mm-hmm. and it's going to be really really easy to do to keep up with the budget and to start it. But the thing that's going to be hard is you guys are going to dramatically change your lifestyle because you're now going to tell your money what to do instead of wondering where it went because you've been living like Congress for too long. And you got to break the cycle, and it's painful to break the cycle, but it is worth the price because you're going to be free. You're going to be free. What would it be like to have no payments? I promise you this will work. Hold on. Austin will pick up. We'll get you signed up for it. It continues to amaze me how identity thieves keep finding ways to use our own identities against us. Not only do they commit crimes related to financial fraud, medical ID theft, and insurance benefit fraud, but now we have to deal with home title fraud. Thieves are using your own personal info to take ownership of your home so they can take out loans and you end up with a pile of debt and foreclosure notices. Over 4,000 data breaches happened in 2018, exposing 3.6 billion records. So thieves have plenty of identities to use and there's a one in five chance it will be yours. That's why Xander Insurance is the only program I use and recommend. Their plan covers all types of identity theft, and it takes over all the work if you become a victim. Visit Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Jade Washaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. We're so glad you are here. Uh, Austin is in Atlanta, Georgia. Hey, Austin, welcome to the Ramsey show. Hey, thanks for having me. Sure. What's up? Hey, uh, me and my wife, we bought a home in 2020. It's not our forever home, but it gets the job done. Uh, when we get the baby step six, should we continue to focus on paying down the home or build a nest egg to assist with our forever home? We plan on building about five to eight years from now. I mean, if I were you, Austin, I would continue paying down. I mean, well, let me find out where are you in the baby steps? She says six. Um, six. Okay, I missed that. Maybe step four, five, and six. You said right. Yeah, so we're we're uh, we're on step two right now, but we're we're looking to have all that done within the next eight to ten months. Uh, I'm doing long term planning. Okay, how old are you? I'm 27. Okay, Uh, let me help you with this. There's no such thing as a forever home except heaven. (laughs) <laughs> forever home is just an ex- excuse for people to spend more and, and, and do do the most yeah i mean you can do whatever you want to do buying a home and you're still going to move again i mean there's the last if you build it at 68 years old it might be your forever home but other than that your life's going to change and you're going to move again so that that's a concept that's just completely bogus so anyway aside from that just pay off your house because here's the deal if you're going to sell the house and move up in house, which is really what you're saying, that's fine. I got no issue with that at all. But when you sell your current home and it's paid off, they're going to give you a check for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're spending the money. It's not gone. You're just paying off the mortgage. It's still there in equity. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So pay it off. And, and then that gives you more options and then sell it. And they're going to give you a check at the closing. Use that check to buy the next house. That's the upgrade home right because here's the other part of that people put a a nest egg aside and they think i'm just gonna sit on top of this money for when the right time comes and then before you know it uncle boo boo 
He's ha- he's he's having a uncle a, who uncle boo boo is in everybody's life. That's when the wedding in the Caribbean uncle comes. Boo boo. <laughs> wedding in the Caribbean comes. Uncle I had Boo-Boo. uncle Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Boo Boo has a real estate project he wants you to invest in. <laughs> uncle Boo Boo tells you to buy cryptocurrency. Everybody has one day. Man, this guy's evil. <laughs> he, he is. He's got a horrible name too. <laughs> But everybody's got one. Everybody's got one. And, and 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 he's the one that steals from that that nest egg that you say, yeah. oh, I'm going to save this for my forever home. Yeah. Something always pops up. So yeah. when you go ahead and pay off your mortgage. You find bass boats are on sale. And yes. Then it's gone. Yeah. See, that's Uncle Boo Boo. Uncle Boo Boo buys bass boats, too. <laughs> he tells you to this go buy it. This guy gets around. He's like, he's like the boogeyman of finance. I love it. Uncle Boo Boo. Who knew? Yeah. I'm, it's another jadism jadism. another jadism it is all right malachi is with us in princeton kentucky hey malachi what's up uh yes Uh, thank you for having me on your show dave sure how can Um, we help my my question about it is is i finished baby step one now i'm on baby step two i'm actually moving away um i'm going back to uh my hometown and my ex-wife I co-signed with um, on her student loans and on her car. The student loans are 7621 They have offered me, that's gone to collection. They've offered me a $5,000 payoff. And if I were to do that first instead of taking care of my smaller loans, which I know that you say, you know, you pay your smallest loans off and you move on to the next and the next and the next. But... Would you? You have five thousand. You have five thousand dollars. Say again. You have five thousand dollars. It's five. I do not. Where you're, are you gonna get it? You're gonna have to pay it all at once. Okay, because the offer is not payment. If I were to get, because if I were to get that off, you don't have five thousand dollars. Yeah. These deals only work, and they're usually for a limited time. For a lump sum. For a lump sum. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, whenever I'm moving, I'm looking for my full-time job right now, um, but I've already got my part-time job lined up. I'm in the National Guard. I've been in there since 2018. Yeah. So I'm going to be pulling three jobs, getting my kids every weekend, because I'm paying $1,200 a month in child support. Mm-hmm. And we used to, I actually, I took your class in high school. Um, I had $10,000. I had an 830 credit score. And so you must have not um, learned anything in my class. Okay. Yeah. Well, I had, um, I got with a girl and she, I got her pregnant and, um, now I have three kids and now we're divorced. I've actually Mm -hmm. been separated since July. It got finalized in February. I'm sorry. Um, I, I got this new place in, um, in November Mm -hmm. and I've had to ask for money from, family members and stuff like that. Cause all this debt that we had racked up, um, for the life that she had wanted okay, in the divorce decree, um, was she supposed to pay the car and her student loan? <laughs> um, actually my lawyers and her negotiated, um, cause it was so much for the student loans. I'm responsible for half for half of the 7,000 her, her car would be refinanced after that got out of collection into her name completely and that would get the car out of your name okay 
Yes. So here, well, yeah, yes, you, yes, you do need to, yes, you do need to pay the student loan, and yes, you do need to negotiate a lump sum when you have a lump sum. But right now, Malachi, you don't have any money. Yeah, because so, I'm actually I'm moving back into my parents' home. Yeah. So right now, what you're uh, going to do is you're going to get on a detailed budget. You're going to live on nothing. You're not going to go out at night at all. You're going to work all the time. And you're going to start paying yep. these debts off. And when you can get enough debt paid off that, you, you know, you pay off the little ones and that'll get you more cash flow because you're paying payments on all this crap except her loan. You're not paying on her loan. Actually, I am, sir. I thought you said it was in delinquency. It is. Um, here lately, I've been uh, I've been directly sending it to her. Yeah, so stop. Don't do that. Her house. Yeah, so stop sending her money and stop sending the student loan people money. Tell them where she lives. Yes, sir. Tell them to they, call. They already know. Yeah, tell them, tell them to call her. I'm the co-signer there. I know. They're hounding me. I know. Just tell them yeah. jump in a creek. You're not paying it. I'm broke. Okay. I'm broke. I'm divorced and I'm broke. I don't have any money. I'm not paying it. I'll pay it when I've got some money. How much other debt have you got not counting this mess? Um, I've gotten down from – or. I, Right now, as of uh, today, I have four ten and one or four hundred and ten dollars yeah. in one credit card, yeah. uh, two hundred and thirty nine in another. Yeah. The car that I originally bought for her that I got throughout the divorce is thirteen thousand three hundred and fifty four. Mm-hmm. Um, so twenty thousand dollars makes you twenty thousand dollars makes you debt free. I want you to go make twenty thousand dollars in the next six months extra. And be a hundred percent debt free. And your, cut up your credit car, cards. You cut up your credit cards. Your car, her student loans, everything, completely debt free. Yeah, and I want you to work like a maniac right now. You, this is all happening to you, and I'm trying to get you to happen to it. There is not a technique yes, that fixes this except money, and you get money from working more. Yes, sir. And that's what I'm. That's what i'm doing Good. I'm actually you're about to start but you don't have any money right uh, now and you don't even have a job right now yes sir i've 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 been on contact with phones i've already got one part-time job there you go that i'm going to be doing after my full-time job good i'm doing the national guard and i'm gonna i just got done with the interview today as uh, soon as all this money starts coming in pay off those little credit cards and then save up five thousand dollars and call the student loan people and offer them five thousand dollar lump sum until then don't give them any money that offer is going to yes, continue sir. to be good because, yeah, I can, mean, it's in can, collections now. Just call them up and go, I can give you 5000 now. If it's two months from now, uh, they'll take it. Mm-hmm. All right. And then that clears that. Then all you got left after that's your car. And then I want you to pay that off in about three months. And, and really, you should be debt-free in six months. You're living at your parents' house. you got no overhead. It only takes $20,000 to pay off everything. But all this crap has been happening to you. Divorce, mm-hmm. kids, lo- job loss. People calling you and hounding you. Everything's happening to you. And it's time for you to stand up and happen to it and start telling this money and these people what to do instead of doing what they say to do. It's time for you to bust this thing in the nose. And you're about ready to do it. I can hear it. But I'm telling you, this is how you get after it. Get it. Get it. Jade Washaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Brian and Elizabeth are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Hey, Dave. Hey, Jade. Welcome, welcome. Where do you guys live? Littleton, Colorado. Oh, the Denver area, huh? Cool. Good to have you guys. And how much debt have you paid off? 244000 
Wow. Wow. How long did this take? 56 months. Good for you. And your range of income during that time? We started out at 156000 and mm-hmm. we ended at 225000 Excellent. What do you guys do for a living? I'm the executive director of a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. I manage a memory care facility. Oh, very good, guys. Very cool. Good for y'all. So what kind of debt is this 244? It was a little under 20000 was student loans, and mm-hmm. the rest of it was our mortgage. Yay! <laughs> weird people! Totally weird. <laughs> no mortgage! Yeah. Way to go, you two. What's this house worth? Uh, it's about seven forty-five, dollars Wow. <laughs> I love it. And how much you guys got in your retirement accounts? Uh, right at about $520 right whoop, now. Whoop. All right, I love Baby it. Steps millionaires yeah. also. Wow. How old are you millionaires? I am uh, 46 and Elizabeth is 43. Wow. Not even 50 years old. Wow. (laughs) That's exciting. Ding, ding. Excellent job. We wanted to pay off the house before I was 50 was my goal. We blew that out of the water. Sure did. (laughs) Yeah, just blew it a big time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Tell us this story. What got you guys started on this Ramsey stuff? Well, uh, I do a lot of driving for my job, and I was driving south of the Denver area and found you on good old-fashioned radio. I mm-hmm. think it was God's hand because I lost the Denver radio station and picked up some Colorado Springs radio station and uh, heard some guy talking about these baby steps, and I'm thinking, what is he trying to sell me? And <laughs> I like, KRDO oh, yeah. of Colorado Springs. You got it, Dave. Wow. That's, that's the one. That's the one. And um, so I, 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 I love nerding out to this stuff. I always thought I was good with money, and I knew what I was doing, and these baby steps weren't jiving with the uh, stuff that we were doing. Um, and so the more I listened, uh, I heard you mention Financial Peace University, and I saw that advertised at our church. And so I connected the dots. I said, okay, this is what that's all about. So I came home and I asked Elizabeth, I said, would you take this class with me uh, the next time it's uh, advertised at our church? And she was initially a, a bit hesitant. Yeah, the word budget uh, to me meant restriction it at does, that yeah. time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was a little hesitant. Yeah. The, it, the sell point for us, though, was the fact that we weren't getting any traction. We both had really good jobs. We had good income. We were um, playing these financial gymnastics at the end of every month. We were pulling from our savings to mm-hmm. cover our expenses for the month and then promising ourselves the next month that mm-hmm. we would mm-hmm. replenish our savings account. And You're so Americans. We're totally <laughs> Americans. Yeah. So that got us into the class. And yeah. we started taking the class, Dave. And um, unlike, unlike a lot of people, we just went all in. I mean, both feet, we just jumped into the pool. We didn't dip our toes in. Uh, we found ourselves. But Elizabeth, you kind of came in a little bit like, I don't want to do a budget. Mm-hmm, don't tell mm-hmm. me I can't do stuff. And then how long did it take before you were like both in, all in? I want to say it was probably the third class because mm. that's when we wrote the check. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. So, the check for? For all of our debt, those student that student loan debt. Oh, that we, we had. paid it all off. Yeah. We had consumed, we had a little nest egg built up. Oh. She had enough to just knock out your debt in baby step two. That's right. So, we had our $1,000 set aside, and then every, it took everything else that we had saved up to go into baby step two. Yeah. Yeah. It was week two, week three, and we just, we got it all taken care of. Wow. How did, was that scary to do? Oh, my it? gosh. I, it, we felt so vulnerable. Yeah. Like, a lot of people go, go gazelle intense and do their debt snowball on two. We were in this place where we had nothing to fall back on. Mm-hmm. So, ours really kicked into three. We did the mm-hmm. math on how long it would take us to get three to six months of expenses, and we weren't comfortable living in that space. Yeah. So, we, we went full bore. We went crazy. I started slinging packages for Amazon. She started picking up uh, work doing dog sitting. I was wow. I was flipping lawnmowers. I was getting free off of Craigslist. I and like we, that one. That's yeah. good. <laughs> we were, we, uh, people just give away free stuff, and we're flipping. We, we were just going nuts. 
Um, that is how so quick good. did you build your baby step three? Yeah, so it took us um, the majority of that time that I was working for Amazon, about about 11 months. That got us through 2018, and 2019 rolled around. We found ourselves in baby step four, five, and six, mm-hmm. and um, the life hit us up the side of the head real hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, were, we were doing good, um, and we are so thankful for FPU and your lesson on insurance and knowing that there's this defense that you need to to go along with the offense, and I'm so grateful for that for that message. Elizabeth did all the work. She made all the phone calls. We found out that we were underinsured in a lot of areas. We got ourselves an umbrella policy. Uh, we had a new 16-year-old driver in our household. We've got five kids, three living at home right now, and woefully underinsured with liability. So we got all that stuff put in place, and we're so grateful. And about a couple months after we got the defense set up, um, it would be put to the test. Um, we ended up, uh, my son had a tragic accident that took the life of an individual and severely injured another one. Um, so we had to not only navigate trauma, stress, and of course, mental health, um, but we also had to navigate legal matters. Um, but one thing that we did not have to navigate was our finances because we had, um, the setup for the defense, uh, we finalized our last lawsuit um, last year. Wow. Um, and we were set up for financial success. We stayed in the program. When um, the accident happened, how old was your son? 16. 16. And so he's mm-hmm. like 18 or 19 now. He's 20. Just turned 20. 20. Okay. How's he doing? He's okay now. He's still in mental health. Yeah. That's yeah. a process to go mm-hmm. through. That is a process. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's horrible. The, what the other family had the loss, obviously. Um, but people don't realize that that um, the you got a sixteen-year-old kid that's got to absorb this, yeah, and, and right. work through it. That's that's traumatic. So we're navigating all that, but Dave, we didn't have to worry about money. Um, mm. That's the one saving grace that we had, and it was really just looking back. This is all God's hand, right? Yeah. Just Amen. guiding us to all this, finding your radio station, Amen. getting this stuff in place, and. Yeah. You not know, exactly random that you land on the radio station. No, not exactly random at all. Wow. And so we, uh, you know, we, we restarted our 401ks after that point, Baby Step 4, because we had stopped those to get mm-hmm. our emergency fund built yeah. up. Mm-hmm. We started 529s. We were late to the game, mm-hmm. um, but still were able to get enough in there. All of our kids have at least their, their first full year of college mm-hmm. going in state paid for to kickstart mm-hmm. them. And every last dime went to the house. Well we done. just stayed gazelle we're freezer burnt food out of our freezer i mean we're wiping off <laughs> dust off the cans in our pantry oh that's weird to eat yeah all, all that stuff Been there so, yeah <laughs> that is something man so what's next for you guys you've got a paid off home mortgage you've done everything that you can do what what's your what's your live and give moment well i can tell you that uh we drank the kool-aid of dave ramsey and we've actually j- we're wrapping up our 10th course that we have taught thank you you. thank you wow that's something and we are going to ireland i love it it. which cities do you know yes we're starting off in dublin Mm -hmm. we're going to do a 10-day tour we're going to go to south killarney and then we're going to end up in south um ireland so yes okay very Very cool cool. beautiful it is a beautiful trip. Have You'll a Guinness have a good for time. me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> you know, gonna pour the perfect pint when you're in Dublin yeah. for sure. But yeah, way to go, you guys. Yeah. Very good. Good. I'm so happy for you. Me Thank too. you. Yeah, sorry, sorry for what you've been through, and I'm really happy that yeah. uh, that God's timing set you up to walk through that. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, very, very cool. Well done, heroes! Whoop, 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 whoop! Ireland, I like yes, it. Yes, I, I like, like it. it. That's going like to be a great, like a great very trip. good stuff. All right, we've got the uh, Live and Give bundle for you guys. Uh, it'll all be give for you because it's the, the Baby Steps Millionaire's number one best-selling book. You already are, so you can show someone else how to do it. Same with the Total Money Makeover and the same with the uh, Financial Peace University membership. So you'll have good use to be able to pay that forward yes. on all of those. We're uh, honored to have you with us here today. So Thank proud you. of you. Yeah, Thank very you. proud. Well done. What a great story and a great process that you guys plugged into. Very, very cool. Brian and Elizabeth, Denver, Littleton, Colorado. They paid off 244000 House and everything. Baby Steps Millionaires Weirdos. 56 <laughs> months, making 156 to 225 Off to Ireland. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, Three two, two, one. We're, We're debt-free. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Right. Love it, love it, love it. Well done. Wow. This is The Ramsey Show. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Well, there's a lot of questions about taxes right now. It's tax time, and we all hate it. I stay perpetually angry during this time. (laughs) And um, so let's unpack a question from one of our listeners. Dave, we have a cabin we inherited years ago. We're thinking about selling it. Since we're older, it's getting harder to keep up. Is there any way to get around capital gains taxes? Uh, Well, for this scenario, there's three ways to help reduce capital gains tax. Sell the cabin as soon as possible. The longer you wait, obviously, it's going to go up. More tax you're going to owe. You can move into the cabin, make it your primary residence for at least two years. You will lose the primary residence exemption on your personal home, though. I wouldn't do that. Uh, Or you can rent out the cabin. And when you do eventually sell it, you can defer the capital gains by uh, doing a 1031 from one rental property into another. But you'd have to have at least one year that the primary use of the cabin was a rental. And so if you rented it for a year, then you could uh, you could do a 1031 and roll the, uh, which is a tax-deferred exchange, it's called, and you roll the gain into the next deal if you wanted to do all of that. Um, other than that, you're going to pay capital gains. Here's what's interesting. It may not be that much. Uh, the... Um, the value of the cabin when you inherited it is your basis. And so go back and the year you got it, what was it worth? That's what your everything above that will be your capital gain, of course, minus expenses. And so if the cabin was worth 150000 when you got it, now it's worth 210000 220000 and it costs $20,000 to sell it in expenses You'd have a two hundred thousand dollar net minus a one fifty basis would only be a fifty thousand dollar gain at fifteen percent. It's only three thousand dollars in taxes. So you're probably you know depending on how it all works out. I don't know the value when you got it or the value today, but um, I honestly wouldn't go through any of that other crap. I would just um, that looks like a lot of hoops to jump through to get three thousand dollars back if that's what it is if it is a three thousand dollar actual taxes Mm. yeah and um but but sometimes we hear you're going to get capital gains tax and we go into we start doing stupid stuff just and then you if you ever write it all out and figure out it was fourteen (laughs) dollars 
You know, I was getting ready to do. I was getting ready to be stupid for fourteen because we get all this emotion because we hate taxes so bad. Yeah, I hate taxes. The only thing I hate worse than taxes is financial stupidity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have done, and I have seen people do financial stupidity to avoid taxes. And that's what you don't want to do. So I, I would actually calculate out what your gain's going to be after expenses versus what you paid for or what the property was worth when you inherited it and then figure out what your taxes are and then that'll tell you the direction to go jennifer is in new york city hi jennifer welcome to the ramsey show hi dave and jade thank you so much for taking my call sure how can Um, we help my husband my husband and i um we have no debt except for two income property mortgages our primary residence is paid off entirely the total mortgage debt combined on the income property is approximately five hundred and eighty thousand dollars um, one of the remaining mortgages is 218000 The other is 366000 um, So we're thinking of unloading the one with the $366,000 balance, uh, using it to pay off the $218,000 balance. Um, so the reason that this is a question is because they're both very profitable properties. Um, each property earned a net income of about 50000 each annually. So about a hundred thousand combined, a little over. Um, What's your household income? Is, household income is two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So with the rental properties, we net about three hundred fifty thousand, a little bit over. So how quick can you pay um, off five fifty if you keep them both? So with Gazelle Intensity, we project to have them both paid off within three to four years. I'd keep um, them. The idea of having the rentals paid off for in a few years is definitely appealing. I'd keep um, them. It's also appealing, though, to have your head hit the pillow debt-free sooner rather than later. But wondering your take on giving up, you yeah. know, such a cash-generating asset because it's essentially like there's no there's no there's no wrong answer here. There's no in neither case is your face going to appear in the stupid column. Okay. Uh, so if you want to sell one and be debt-free, head hit the pillow tonight, yeah. that's the right answer. If you want to pay them off over three or four years, that's the right answer. The wrong answer would be one you didn't mention, which is, I think being in debt for rental properties is wonderful, and I'm going to stay in debt my whole life. <laughs> right. That was that one's not on the table. And so for you or for me or for Jade. It sounds like you like both of the both the properties. If you were saying that the, the property that's – 366,000 you hated it and it was getting on your nerves and things like that then yeah maybe sell it and and take it to pay off property number one but you said they both generate great cash and I I like what Dave said I mean you can pay both of these off with your cash flow and then you're gonna have three properties that you own completely full out including your personal residence that's amazing if, if life changes sell one of them true that I mean you can you can change this decision uh, I personally, yeah, if I woke up, dark hotel ballroom moment. <laughs> do what now? We thought maybe you know the mortgage that is like our dark hotel ballroom moment. How you talk about in your book that we were kind of brainwashed into thinking, you know, oh, you know. Well, if mm-hmm. if you were brainwashed, if you decide you wanted to keep it around like it was a pet, uh, and so right. we're we're just discussing whether it's reasonably wise to get rid of it in three or four years or instantaneously. Neither answer is wrong. How old are you? Well, we're 38 years old, both of us, yeah, and um, we we have a really, really strict budget, um, and, you know, we have about 30000 saved for a rainy day, and we both put for, uh, 15% into the 401k, so we've got about 300, um, I have 360000 in mine, my husband has about 300 in his, so 600 and um, almost about 650 combined. Um there's okay. not a wrong answer, but it sounds like I'm just, there's not a wrong answer between the two that we are talking about. 
but it sounds like it's bothering you a little bit to keep it around. And if that's are you the just, case, are, is it bothering you or are you just afraid you're being stupid? Afraid I'm being stupid. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> no, I, I, you're yeah. not. But you're not. Okay. We you're, would tell you if you were. Yeah. <laughs> and very not, clear if you terms. call me up and said I want to go into debt to buy rental property, of course we would tell you no. Uh-huh. But you're here. Okay. You can clean all of this up. You're millionaires. You're 38 years old. You're goal oriented people. You're very intentional with your decisions and your decision making paradigms. And I don't hear anything in here that sounds anything close to stupid. That's what I mean by your face okay. is not in the stupid column. So <laughs> if it I, and I, unless I hear something different, uh, it, you know, in talking with you for another 20 minutes or something, I would tell you to keep them and pay them off in three to four years. Make sense? Makes sense to me. But if you want to do the other, that's okay, too. Mm-hmm. That's okay, too. But you're not stupid for paying them off in three to four years. You would be stupid to say, I'm going to keep the debt around forever. And then you could open up a Tic Tac account. <laughs> All right. Julia. Oh, uh, wow. See, here's the thing. This is so funny to me. You know, the old Ecclesiastes, uh, the word says, there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. And I'm getting old enough to where, God, man, bell bottoms are back. I own a pair. And so is nothing down real estate. Uh-oh. I mean, everything is, comes back around. You it's mean like, you mean these guys Be- make the that thing, up? I think Beanie Babies are coming back. <laughs> I mean, everything seems to come back around. Nothing down real estate, since I've been on the air in uh, 32 years now, has gone through three major cycles. The cycle right before I went on the air that I went broke in, I lost my tail in nothing down real estate. Then there was another big one with the cable tv midnight cable infomercials sitting by the waves selling you a cassette tape set on how to get rich in real estate <laughs> dave del dotto who now makes actually really good wine in um, napa and he's got a wine called the beast that's incredible but uh yeah he made all his money <laughs> made all his money selling tape sets by the waves mm-hmm. and uh, now this now the tic-tac generation's just running it crazy and their little slime balls running around all over tic-tac trying to get you to go into up to your eyeballs in debt because all real estate's good debt i mean every i mean dave ramsey doesn't know he's talking all this crap yeah yeah it's the way it works y'all way it works it goes in cycles even stupidity goes in cycles but that's true jennifer is not on that list no she's not not on the stupid list this is the ramsey show Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today.